Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2. WQAM, driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagacki. Dan Day is our producer tonight. Dan doing a great job with us here in the command center. And joining us on the show right now, University of Miami head coach Katie Meyer. Coach, good evening. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you. Uh, yesterday, you got Beatrice Montpremier back and a uh, hard-fought game against Boston College. But uh, Beatrice came back and uh, played well, 15.6 rebounds in 17 minutes. What a performance. I mean, I, 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 I spoke with Beatrice today. She was in the training room. And uh, I just said, you know, B, I, I, you know, very rarely in my life do I have a a lower expectation of a player. I mean, usually I'm like expecting everybody to be awesome and you're going to be great and you're going to, you know, I'm so positive, but really I didn't know if playing Beatrice, we were going to play her in. It, it wasn't part of a strategy to try to help us win the game. It was just, you know, she was cleared. She really had scrimmage with the team, but, you know, this was the first day that, you know, she could go up and down and, and, and that it's a very, risky thing as a coach to say oh wait a minute so we're going to throw her in in a game not a practice not have a couple practices just kind of throw her in and that was just the timing of it all and they said play her in if you want and it was kind of a coach's decision and I talked to Beatrice on the plane on the way there and I said B how do you feel like what do you think and she said well if you're going to play me play me I said okay and uh, she was fantastic I mean like a, a real weapon we obviously had limited minutes but if she hadn't been limited I, you know the outcome's probably different but I never expected her to be able to do as much as she was able to do after that much time off. It was quite a performance, so one of the most competitive, resilient performances I've ever seen. Katie Meyer is our guest. This is not meant to be a sympathy card, and I because I know you would not uh, would not accept this sympathy card. But for the casual uh, fan, maybe they would not understand that the terrible luck, and I feel terrible for you, in that Beatrice Montpremier was the ACC preseason player of the year. She's arguably one of the top 10 players in the country, and you've pretty much lost her for most of the season. No, yeah, she was 
I think going into the season, I don't think there's any question she was considered uh, maybe not one. I think Sabrina from uh, Oregon, but I mean it, it, the, the the debate between two or three, and not top ten. Joe, we're talking top three. Okay, well and, I was just um, trying to you know, be leave some wiggle no, room but, there. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> she can play a little bit here and kind of regain some of that because, uh, like, uh, to be that talented to have not practiced. I'm telling you, not practiced. She did not participate in a full court scrimmage. Um, maybe, you know, three up and downs. And um, to be able to be that productive in, in 17 minutes of play is, is unheard of. I mean, it just does not happen. It was one of those things where um, – so I'm happy for her. I think she can reestablish herself. I think she can help us get some more wins on the season here. Um, and um, I'm, I'm just really proud of her. But, uh, yeah, um, obviously uh, a different thing. But, you know, had, had B been here along, maybe we don't have the development of Brianna Jackson. Maybe we don't have the Sydney Roby story. Maybe Destiny Harden doesn't step up. You know, in the last two games, we've had two players that, you know, weren't uh, starters at the beginning of the year and weren't in the top seven or eight that got their career highs and were our leading scorers and Destiny Harden and Taylor Mason. So, you know, there are things happening um, because of Beatrice's absence, but obviously um, her return has been something to celebrate. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this one. Uh, Because you work tirelessly in recruiting, and so you land a Beatrice Montpremier in recruiting, what do you think, uh, or will there be a, an effect for you in future recruiting? Because, uh, as you mentioned, top three player in the country, you were able to, to uh, get a top three player into your program. That should say something to the other great players out there. Well, I, I think so as well. And I think last year I thought both Mesa and, and Beatrice got a lot of national recognition. You know, they led the nation in double-doubles. Um, uh, it led the nation, and they were talking about the two at Baylor and this, these other players and other programs, and we were like, hey, um, by the way, they're leading. So, you know, and, and I think that really helped propel Beatrice, and then this year was kind of her time to sort of earn it on her own, and she was having a fantastic season before she got injured, and I think this, you know, just that stat line was enough to sort of bounce everyone back into reality, say, oh, my God, like, Beatrice Montpremier is a dominant player, not just a nice player, but, yeah, she – very possibly was going to be the ACC player of the year. And, and um, you know, now this will be her uh, third ACC game that she even participated in, one of which she was playing with, a, you know, with an injury. Um, so um, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for the team. Uh, I think that, um, you know, I really thought maybe we were going to go five to ten minutes. We got up to over 15, which was crazy, but it was great. And she didn't have any negative reactions. So, um, you know, we'll keep working her in. Well, that's great because – you know, you'll go to the ACC tournament. They'll have to deal with her uh, there. You played Boston College uh, eyeball to eyeball yesterday, but some of the shots didn't fall in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, not so much that. We, we also had our highest foul total of my career, I think. It was a little bit nuts. We had a lot of fouls. I think we had over, we had over 30 <laughs> fouls. Uh, there, I, that was something. Um, that was just something to manage. Let me just put yeah. it that way. Okay. It was really something to manage. <laughs> trying to uh, work through, uh, you know, with all with, with Beatrice back. So imagine if she hadn't been back because India Banks had to swing from the point guard to the four position in a matter of thirty seconds when there were four call, four fouls calling us. I mean, it was crazy. Not I'm, I'm not saying we didn't foul. I'm just saying there was a lot of adversity in that game. So um, when we were when we were full strength and they were full strength, it was quite a battle. And then towards the end, there, um, you know, we got a little bit disjointed. But you were playing. We're playing much better than we were playing two weeks ago. We're playing much better than we were playing a month ago. We were playing much better than we were playing at the beginning of the season, even with Beatrice. 
there has been a lot of growth. Um, you know, we, we just, it, it's just a matter of us. I mean, the way we played NC State was phenomenal. The way we played at Clemson was, was really high-level basketball. So, And we had really, um, I think, two very, very good quarters against Boston College. And then just, um, you know, I, 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 we had uh, just a lot of adversity in that game. And, um, you know, we got to bounce back and go up to Wake Forest and go on the road again and, and, and deal with it better than we dealt with it up in Boston. Has this been a challenging season, frustrating season, eye-opening season? How would you describe it? You know, I'm never frustrated if I feel like there's real learning going on. I, I just, I'm just not. I, I know, I know the task is the wins and losses. I know that's how you're judged as a coach. Um, I think we've proven that um, you know we can get that done here. Um, I think this year's um, there, there needed to be so much learning. And I don't know that we really realized that at the beginning of the season, we had a little bit inflated view of ourselves, I think. And, and I kept trying to say, hey, there's a, there's a big gap here between what we'll need to be in January and where we are right now. And you got to learn, you got to learn, you got to learn. And as they finally started figuring it out, we had those injuries. I mean, not only just Beatrice, but also, you know, Kelsey Marshall broke her finger in the middle of the game and kept playing. And, and um, MJ went down for a, a significant two-week period as well. So, you know, we had three of our top six that were out pretty much, you know, with significant injuries that we were battling through. And so, you know, as we decided, okay, coach, you know what? You're right. We, we, we got a lot of developing to do. There was a lot of great learning going on. Um, thank God, because right when that was happening, um, we were down two or three right away. And we just really have battled. So I, it's, it's funny. There's been a lot more growth in the last month than there was in the first two months of the season. There really has been. You know, uh, uh, Wes Durham was on the show earlier tonight from the ACC Network, and he was very complimentary uh, about how you allowed your program to be on the ACC Network with the All Access. That has been very interesting and uh, very positive for the network. And why, why did you decide to choose to do that? And Because I can't think of anybody better, by the way, uh, than you uh, to, to have that uh, kind of program or that kind of access. But uh, has it been beneficial? You know, I hope so. I think we'll find out a little bit more in the next recruiting cycle. But it's vulnerable. You know, you're exposed. I yeah. mean, you know, they you you got to trust some people. But when they say all access, they mean it. I mean, they're they're at my house. They're, <laughs> you know, it was it was uh, a lot. And um, I, I think our team really enjoyed it. I think they probably captured some moments that, um, you know, you, you're not always just like you're not always perfect little angels. But I just. When we decided to do it, I said the only way to do it, in my opinion, is to just I, I have to trust you. We'd like to make sure that we don't do anything that embarrasses the program, but we're a pretty authentic program. I mean, we're pretty much transparent people. Um, the things I say to my players uh, in practice, I would say, in, you know, at their dinner tables. I mean, they, if, if they're being lazy, they're going to be told they're being lazy. If they're being awesome, I'm going to tell them they're awesome. So I didn't think that – I don't feel like we changed or had a filter or whatever, and I think it was just a little bit – I think the network – was surprised at how much access we actually gave because i mean i that i just i believe in what we're doing and i believe in how we do things and i you know there's nothing to hide I, I'm, I'm proud i'm proud of what we built here and i'm proud of my players you have my a, staff you, you, you have a, a very long coaching career in front of you but uh it's one day if you if you ever wanted you you could do you'd be a very good television analyst you do you need an agent <laughs> I'll, I'll be your agent 
everyone listen now. Let me just keep analyzing. My, I, I want to analyze myself. I, you know, I go home and I watch the film and I'm like, gosh, Meyer, you could have done this better and this better and this better. I'm very, very critical of myself. So d- don't don't put a camera on me, please. Please. I got enough work to do. I got enough work to do. We got we to gotta, we gotta turn this thing around. I think we're, I think we got uh, some more wins ahead of us this season. We really do. Do you second guess yourself a lot? I don't know. You know what? That that seems weak. I mean, I, I, if if a coach says, you know, they're always right, they're lying. You know, uh, there, you have to to have a, a real honest perspective when you're watching. You know, I should have called him out here. Oh, I could have made this substitution better. Like if if, if a coach isn't doing that, then, then you know, I, I don't I don't think they're a very good coach. I mean, and. I think my staff, we have very honest meetings, you know, uh, post-game and very honest, you know, during the games, making sure that everybody knows, um, you know, this is, hey, we made this mistake. We missed this adjustment here. I think that's fair. I want to uh, – I'm not going to forget that you got Wake Forest and, and Senior Day coming up. I didn't want to ask you this, though, since we're on this uh, coaching topic. And I was watching Coach L operate the other night with his team before the Notre Dame game, and he's laying out the game plan to the players and uh, – you know, you kind of try to observe: Are they uh, are they taking this game plan in? And there's always this big discussion, coach, about uh, the coach's role and what they can lay out, and the players. Is it is it the players that win? Is it the coach that wins? And I'm watching him, and I'm thinking: Okay, part of this deal is the coaches come up with a game plan, and then it's can the players accept it, execute it, agree to it? There are some different dimensions that go into that, right? You got to present them the information. And then they've got yeah. to you got to sell it to them, or they've got to agree to it, or whatever it is. They've got to absorb it. Well, yeah, and I think you know, young coaches are. Um, you know, <laughs> one thing I I resent um, when I hear an assistant coach or a head coach or anybody say, "Well, I told them," like we told them that in the scout, we told them. Um, you know that that's fine. You know, it, 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 we, we're not lecturers. You know, they, they don't come in with a pen and a paper and sit and listen to you for three hours and you tell them everything they needed to win the game and think that that is enough. That's that's you know that's sharing of the information. That's one thing, but implementing it, um, getting them confident, getting them to, to, to their reactions to make sense to what you're trying to implement. Um, so, and, and that's where you have to judge their capacity. You honestly have to look at your team. You have to understand what they're capable of, how much they can handle, how much information is too much information. Um, if you play a slower style, you can load them up a little bit more, but if you play an aggressive attacking style and then you ask them to suddenly just play chess, I mean, it, it, you know, and so we've gone through some of that this year where we, we had, you know, uh, I think a, a lot more of a sophisticated, strategic, and a Laura Cornelius and a, a Mesa Hoff where they had a little bit. And, and, and this year's team needs to be a, a little bit simpler in order to play as hard as they needed to play to win basketball games. And so, and that's just sometimes just the nature of your team. But as a coach, you know, sitting there on your throne saying, well, I told them they just didn't do it. I, I resent that. I don't think that's coaching and I don't think it's fair to your team. I mean, your job is to make sure that learning is happening. And no matter whose fault it is, no matter what the situation was, if learning isn't happening, it goes back to the head coach. And there's no finger pointing. That's just 100% on you. Okay, you uh, you beat Wake Forest earlier this year, and you got to go to Wake Forest this week. Yeah, it was a – what a battle. I mean, that was our first conference game. It was right after Christmas break. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be a tough one. They're, they're – uh, they're playing very, very well. Um, they had a huge win against North Carolina yesterday. 
they dropped a very close um, game to Florida State and a close game to Virginia Tech recently, and they're playing very well. Um, they're a veteran. Uh, they returned everyone from last year's team. Um, and so, you know, this is this, they got one of the nicest point guards, I think, just a real heady, steady point guard. So when we play a team that has a really nice point guard and makes great decisions, we, we don't get away with some of our some of our uh, trapping and some of our disguised defenses that have helped us generate points. So we're going to have to earn every point we find. It's not going to be a lot of breakaway and steals and that kind of thing. So um, a lot of work ahead of us. It'll be a tough one, but um, it, it's it's a good battle. It's a great test um, getting ready for the, the home stretch. And then uh, Sunday is senior day because of the emotion involved in senior day, and especially with the relationships you have with your players. And uh, Beatrice uh, is going to be is a senior uh, 16 rebounds away from a thousand. I don't know if senior day, uh, through the years is your favorite day or least favorite day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, th- this one's going to be as, as unique as ever. We have one senior. She's a fifth year senior. She's from Miami. She didn't start at, you know, she started at Baylor. Right. Um, and then she's just making this comeback, which, um, you know, senior day, when you think about it as a launch, not a goodbye, but like a launch, uh, you know, a path for her. And I'm just so happy because, you know, there was such um, such a strange injury, such an inconsistent um, rehabilitation process in terms of what the timing was. Um, I just want her healthy. Uh, I really want it to be a day where we celebrate Beatrice and um, get ourselves some momentum going to the ACC tournament because, you know, a healthy Beatrice puts us 1,000% in the dark horse category that nobody would want to play us um, in the tournament. And we have, you know, a week here to a week, 10 days to sort of build her in and, and, and revamp the team a little bit and, and be a lot more threatening than we've been on the offensive end and helping us on the rebounding end. And everybody plays a little bit better um, when they have, a, you know, a little bit more support behind them. So um, I think we'll have a great energy. Okay. Well, I know there's been a silver lining, but it sure is nice to have one of the top players in the country back. And kind of a darn <laughs> yeah, shame I'm not that turn it down. Yeah, We're going to take whatever games we can yeah, for sure. Darn, darn shame that uh, she got hurt, but you know that's uh, injuries are part of the game, I suppose. And it sure is. You know, uh, both 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 you and Coach L have had your share of injuries to deal with this year, and uh, I'm pre- pretty much I'm done with the injuries. Enough injuries already. Well, I'll tell you, I've had more healthy players than injured ones. So you know, <laughs> until until so you know, we've had our opportunities. We 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 just got to get it done. All right, Coach. Always great to talk with you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joe. All right, All right. take care. All right. As uh, University of Miami head coach Katie Meyer joining us on the show. They'll play Wake Forest on Thursday and then on Sunday at the Wasco Center Senior Day, recognizing Beatrice Montpremier, just 16 rebounds away from 1,000 career rebounds. What a, what a career she has had. What a player. And uh, how unfortunate to have lost her for most of the season. Uh, and no doubt, a healthy one player can change your fortune in basketball uh, by a lot. At any rate, uh, when we come back, we'll jump back into football. Uh, Next Monday, Hurricanes will be on the football field. Spring football starts. Quincy Roche, who transferred from Temple to the University of Miami. At Temple, he totaled 137 tackles. He had 39.5 tackles for losses and 26 sacks in three seasons. He brings that resume to the University of Miami. He also had three block kicks and recovered five fumbles. So this is a very, very productive player that will will be plugged in at defensive end for Miami, a perfect fit uh, for the University of Miami 
on their defensive line. Quincy Roche joins us when we come back on the Hurricane Hotline. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.